Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. Well, it seems like a simple thing, but it really is hard to remember a lot of the time that even those people who are closest to you don't see the way you see things. They, they're just different. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg Smalley, and that can happen it seems more and more, Greg. I mean, we're, we're approaching 35 years now, and I can be saying something about this, and she'll say, well, wait, 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 what do you mean? And it's like, well, I meant A, B, C. Oh, that's not what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say it again. A, B, C. <laughs> and she, yeah. she still doesn't get it. I mean, it's just really hard. You and Aaron, I'm sure, never experienced that. Never. We we were just on a, a, a family vacation, and it drives my poor wife nuts, the fact that I love to show up to the airport early. Oh. <laughs> so that there's some margin. Yes. And she it reduces your stress. It completely. Does it cause her to stress out? Oh, well, she just hates it. She okay. hates sitting yeah. well, who'd like at the airport. Yeah. And I'm always, but you never know what's going to happen if we don't have margin. For example, on the same trip, my oldest daughter and her husband they didn't have any sort of margin, got to the airport, and my son-in-law realized he didn't have his wallet, his license. Whoopsies. And he had to, he he, he paid this Uber driver <laughs> extra money to race him home and race him back, and they barely made it on this flight. And that's why I was looking at Aaron going, that's why yeah. I have See? us early. See? Yeah. Now, this extends into the financial realm, and we've we've talked a little bit off mic about how fortunate we are that we have a good common understanding, mostly, about money. But you may not, and you might not even really understand who you are when it comes to money. But good news, we have Tommy Brown back, and this is kind of the final installment of Tommy describing the money types, as he calls it, and the different ways people handle money. When we understand our financial type and how it can change our approach to money, um, such as following a budget, getting out of debt, and saving for our future— um, is that when we've got it all together, when we can actually apply the personality types to those kind of remedial things of doing budgeting? You know, it's where those things take on a deeper sense of meaning and life. And so we all need to budget. We all need to save. We all need to invest for our future. And I want to say to the person that's out there that feels like, I don't have two nickels to rub together at this right. point in time. You start where you are. You use money in a way, no matter how much of it you have, find things that are that are lying around. You're like, okay, I'm given to hospitality, but I don't have a lot of money in order to lavish on other people. Call for a barbecue in your backyard. Bring your own meat, right? And, and let's start where we are rather than focusing on what we are mm. not. And so for me, whenever I I understood I have these Isaac type, these maximizer discipline tendencies. I was able to come to my budget, not with a sense of fear, because I was mindful of that. Okay, Tommy, you're probably going to be concerned that you're not going to have enough in the future. Let's be mindful of that as you come to the budget. And it also makes me aware, okay, if you're going on vacation... If you have an Abraham type and an Isaac mm-hmm. type in the same car and two children in the back seat, your Abraham type is going to be like, yeah, let's go over here and get like the $13 frozen yogurt. Why is frozen yogurt $13 first <laughs> of all, right? That is sin. Not really. Or the but seven dollar coffee. Or the seven dollar <laughs> coffee or whatever it might be. And you know, those are the times where as an Isaac type, I have to remember we plan for this. 
We've prepared for this. Let's buy the $13 frozen yogurt. We might as well go ahead and do Don't it. Don't do it, Isaac. Lighten up Let, a little listen bit. Listen to Moses. Don't do it. <laughs> and so to me, this is about understanding why I do what I do so I can do what I do with more joy. Mm, yeah. Well, that's true. It takes the pressure out. Yeah. Let me ask you in that context, uh, the person that feels in conflict in their mm-hmm. marriage. I mean, here, yeah. focus on the family. This will be one of the top three, certainly, areas of conflict sure. in marriage, sure. finances. Yeah. And uh, how do you understand this type and then begin yeah. to apply it in a way that lightens the burden a bit. Right. You can let some of the energy and the steam out of the conflict right. and love each other better, actually. Yeah. Usually we make it all about amounts or we make it all about what the other person is doing. And I do think it's a biblical and a Christ-centered imperative to start with yourself and to say, okay, how am I inclined? How am I wired? What's my money type? How is it functioning in this situation? Let's look at the other person. So have them take the quiz as well. What's your money type? What are you bringing to the table? So become curious about other types, number one, curiosity. The second thing is ask how their money type is functioning in this situation. Third, always start with yourself. Next, create space for the other person to be able to use money in a way. Okay, you're given the hospitality. You love to make connections. We need to carve out a little bit more over here and a little bit less over here. Um, And then for me, at the end of it all, I'm going to have to create boundaries to make sure that we are being financially responsible. But the thing that's undergirding all of this is you're bringing something to the financial table. We have to play nice in the same bank account. You're bringing something to the table that I need to value and affirm and appreciate. And if I can gain empathy for you, it's going to make us come together and we're going to see uh, God's presence in our finances in a whole new way. That right there is worth it uh, to get the resource because you think about, again, the conflict. It is, it tends to be selfish in orientation. I know the best way to do this. Listen to me. And you can sit down and do your budget that fateful day in late December or January, whenever you do it. If you're a late bloomer, maybe February or March. But it's where conflict starts. You know, how could you be spending that much on groceries? How can you be spending that much on house upkeep? I mean, it it can create a lot of conflict. And I love the concept of knowing each other well enough to give each other some space. And uh, hopefully that can come out in the budget. Lastly, that issue about parenting mm-hmm. um, because again if you know for John and I having at least partly a Moses attitude that can be a little hard when yeah. your kids who may be more like Jacob yeah. and it irritates you yeah. and you're going to get in there and teach him how to be like Moses right <laughs> and that's not necessarily the right way to go right don't straighten him out to be more like you yeah the goal is not to make our children in our own image The goal is to recognize the image of God in our children and help them grow into the fullness of what it means to be made in God's image. Mm. And resources, finances, money is that area to where we can actually help them learn very practical things that are going to grow up, not just in the way they manage money, it's going to grow their heart, it's going to grow their character. And so I'm looking at who are they and how are they wired, that way I can steward that well. Well, I love it, and I can't wait for my boys to take the survey online, and we're going to link to that. Mm-hmm. And will, uh, yeah. what a great thing to do, and what a wonderful conversation for your family. Well, I agree with Jim that that assessment is really helpful, and you ought to go online yourself and have every member of your family take this assessment as well. We'll link over to it in the show notes. Uh, it's, it's a good family conversation starter. Uh, But, Greg, in terms of marriages, um, the big takeaway seems to be that you and your spouse are going to be different, and somehow you've got to see their money type as a pro, as a win in some way. How how do you go about that process? Because it feels to me like this is sandpaper, uh, a sandpaper topic for a lot of couples. And I agree, John. 
that the first step is to take that assessment. I think the more assessments like that that we can take that just gives insights into how people think and, and how they behave. And the more and more I understand my wife, Erin, it allows me to see her strengths and what that brings to our marriage and how that benefits. Because it's so easy to see these differences, especially around money, as problems. The differences are never the problem. It's how we manage mm. those differences. It, but the first step, though, is to really get a clear sense of how we are different and value that. It might mean that you actually make a list of your spouse's type and, and what are the benefits that, that each one of those different types brings into the marriage. And start looking for those right. as a pro. I mean, it's pretty easy, I think, for us in marriage to... Um, to to say, there they go again. That really irritates me. Let's flip that around and say, there she goes again. She's met another need as only she can, because if it were up to me, I wouldn't give a dime. So there's something about the mental attitude that we have as a spouse, isn't there? There really is in, in transitioning that into a value. Over time, you really start to see that as a strength. Now, it doesn't mean you're not gonna get frustrated. But starting from a place of my wife is valuable in how she behaves around money, that matters. And there has to be room. You know, God brought us together, but there's got to be room yeah. for how Aaron does life and handles money. I know that she she loves to be able to spend money that she earns. I'm a saver. And I get so much joy and satisfaction out of getting my paycheck and watching different investments and things like that, but that's not her. And so what do I do? I could either devalue that and go, I can't, you know, what, what, who, who does that? I mean, you're wasting all of our money, or I can recognize that's who she is and I want there to be room. So then let's figure out a way to make that work. And so what we've done, we've agreed on spend this amount. This is your pot. You don't have to ask. You can give that away, spend it, Hmm. buy yourself something, buy others, something, whatever, but doing that has freed her up, it, it frees me up, and we feel more like a team. Yeah. Yeah, even as you're talking, um, I've been a little convicted. I need to go back to my wife and, and tell her I really just stepped on her dream big time. <laughs> uh, the other night she was looking in the kitchen saying, I have big plans for this kitchen. And I just, my first response wasn't, yes, I can't wait until we can do something and yeah. save up the money. Yeah. My first response was, yeah, we're we're kind of cash poor right, right now, so I don't see that happening Yeah, here's all the soon. reasons why that won't yeah, work. Yeah, so that, that was not the right response. She really is a long-term thinker on these things, and she's willing to work with me, I know. I just need to go have the conversation. Let me encourage you as a listener. Greg has said something here, or perhaps Tommy did. Make it a, a conversation point with your spouse. Don't let it go until next week or whatever. Just talk about it tonight. See if you can't start to better appreciate and understand each other's types. And as was said, if you don't know, go ahead and take the assessment together. We're going to link over to it, um, and then you can kind of compare notes. Uh, We also have Tommy's book, The Seven Money Types, and uh, we'll send that to you if you together decide to make a donation to Focus on the Family. Again, follow the links, and uh, that'll be real easy for you. Next time, Gary Thomas will be talking about how important it is to take time to have fun in your marriage. And until then, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Mm -hmm.